Welcome to Monday Morning Coffee, the motivating operation to start your week. Hi, I'm Christina Flores, a board-certified assistant behavior analyst. And I'm Natalie, a board-certified behavior analyst. Thanks for tuning in to this episode. We hope you enjoy. Hi, guys. Welcome to episode eight. So insane that we're on eight already. I know. Insane. But this week, we are talking about the big exam. (laughs) (laughs) So... I feel like everyone, when they get started in the field, yeah. has some sort of awareness of the exam. Even if you're not planning on taking it, you know what everyone has had to go through to get certified. Yeah. But there's also this fear around it because of the passing rate, right? Mm-hmm. Which is like sometimes 60%. I think mm-hmm. when I first took it, it was like 59 at one point. Mm-hmm. Um, so we definitely wanted to just talk about study tips, our experience, and things like that. So just so you guys have... Um, and just to clarify, we're talking about the BCABA and the BCBA exam, because um, back in the day, we didn't have to take an RBT exam. So exactly. Yes. In the future, we'll have one on that. Very true. <laughs> so just so you guys know, um, I have taken both exams. I took the BCABA and the BCBA, and I've taken you? the BCABA exam. Okay. We were both first-time test takers. Fortunately, we passed it mm-hmm. on our first time, but we want to go ahead and kind of dive into some study tips yeah this has been um a topic that a lot of people have been asking us about it's always a topic when i'm supervising yeah especially people that are requiring hours towards their exams so i'm really excited for this episode all right so we're gonna start with study tips right Mm -hmm. okay oh man just bring me back already gives me anxiety (laughs) we're definitely gonna post some throwbacks of when we were studying yes um i think for me i guess we can kind of list some yeah SAF meds for me was a big one. I still have my um, flashcards. So for those of you who are, are not aware, I think the acronym stands for say all fast, mainly every day some. Maybe like minute, minute, minute every day. Yes, minute every day some yeah. or something like that. Say all fast in a minute every day. Yeah. I'm, if we're wrong, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> we just made our new acronym. <laughs> yeah. For me, staff meds were super big. Um, there's a podcast that I sent to some of my supervisees, which wasn't around when we were studying, but it's called ABA Podcast, which stands for A Badass Podcast, which is super cool because it breaks down all of the terminology in each episode. So that was super helpful. Uh, for me, I'm not a big staff meds person. I'm more of a Quizlet person. So uh, if you guys don't know, there's a free website called Quizlet and you pretty much can make uh, a whole set of index cards and whatever you want. And the reason I like it is because it kind of helps me, I guess, when my motto in life is work smarter, not harder sometimes, especially when you're in a time crunch for studying. Um, and the re- another reason that I like it is you can just type, which I could type faster than I write. Um, so I don't get that the hand fatigue too. Um, but it has like little games you can play and then it tracks your uh, progress. Mm-hmm. So any... Uh, maybe vocab words that you get wrong, it will show you more. So for me, I liked it better. Yeah, I and, had to and like a, input mine in Excel. So. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I that's that's a little too much for me <laughs> for work. But I but there is Quizlet, and some people have already made a ton of sets. So sometimes you don't even have to make a set if you don't want to. But for me, I liked it because obviously, if you write or you type something, you're gonna remember it more often. Yeah. Another one for me, which we both used when we were studying together, was Pass the Big um, ABA, BC, yeah, yeah. book. Um, it's a PDF that you can get or I think you can purchase. Um, it was really great because it broke it down into um, 
taskless items. Mm-hmm. It went over like um, AKAs and yeah. it, it was really good. It's actually a class. So if you oh. go and you Google pass the big um, ABA exam, it's a class that you can take. I think it's for five weeks before the exam. And then they sell the books separately. So they have a bunch of different resources. That is really good because it talks about like the ethics warning. So it tells you like why certain things you shouldn't be doing. Mm -hmm. It has the AKAs, acronyms, things like that. So that's a big one. So staff meds, Quizlet, pass the big um, ABA book, podcast, if you can find one that we did a lot was mock exams, mock exams, mock exams, mock exams, you guys. I feel like the mock exams really is what prepared me. One, because, okay, this exam is like a monster of an exam. I don't know how people take the bar exam because when you're sitting, I took my whole time over four hours, but it's just a mind game the whole time. Like you get really fatigued and you have to think you're thinking about different things. But back to the mock exams, I think that helped me the most because it, it helps you practice for what the questions are like. So the questions are challenging because you have to know the term and then you have to apply it and then with ethics it's a whole different ball game so there may always be like two answers that could answer the question but you have to pick the best answer that really applies it and taking the mock exams uh really helped so just a heads up like the first time you take the mock exam you might get a ton wrong and that's okay i feel like sometimes people study um just to make themselves feel better they study like what they already know it's that's not going to be effective for you you need to study what you don't know so i remember like being with you in barnes and noble for like four hours (laughs) and taking the practice exams and uh take the practice exams where you know the answers and why um so there's two books on amazon that are practice tests um there's a blue and a red book i'm not i don't remember what their names are but we can post it on onward this week to help for resources those super super helped me um and then what you do after you take the mock exam is going to be really effective for helping you study so personally for me um and natalie did this as well we would take the mock exam um obviously by ourselves we wouldn't say the answer out loud then Mm -hmm. check it our answers and then whatever we didn't know i would go back either that night or later and I would write down on paper index cards or the Quizlet um, and study what was in the Cooper book and put it in my own words and in the past the big ABA exam book. So whatever helped me remember it. And yeah. then I would study that and the next time or the next day I would take another exam. Yeah, it was super helpful because A, it works on time management. So mm-hmm. you have an allotted time. So doing these mock exams prepares you for that mm-hmm. as well as with your whiteboard, which we'll talk about later, but practicing that. Right. Since you mentioned Cooper, Cooper was a big one for me. I would try to do a chapter a day Mm -hmm. um, or a week, whatever you can fit, create your schedule. Another great thing is if you go on Cooper's website, they break it down based on chapters. So they'll have outlines that you can fill in. They have quizzes, summaries. So that was a really good resource that I found out about. Um, And then honestly, just go to the back and read the definitions and just make sure that you know them. And if there's any term that you don't know, go to the chapter. So towards the end of my studying, that's what I was doing. There's another good resource. Um, it's an app now. I know you use apps. ABA Wizard? Is, yeah, ABA yeah. Wizard. The I think one of your exams, but there's another one that it's called like Study Notes ABA or something. Mm-hmm. 
for me, I don't know. I like to use a lot of resources to my advantage, especially with technology that we have today. So I would just Google like everything. Obviously, it has to be super good uh, resource. You know, check the Quizlets like sets before you do them. But on Instagram, I follow a lot of ABA pages as well. Same. same. And a lot of people are actually putting out pages that they're going to take the exam and they're just like documenting their journey and it could help you. So I would definitely search for those type of things as well. Yeah. Something that I didn't recommend, at least for me. Mm-hmm. The BDS modules, did Mm -hmm. you study with that and did you find it helpful? I tried it, but I honestly didn't like it because I felt, what do I remember? I I felt like it wasn't really helping me to prepare. Like I felt like I was memorizing answers. Exactly. I wasn't really knowing concepts. Yeah, Yeah. it was overwhelming because it was the same question worded in a different way. And then you're, we're like, wait, I just had this one and it was this answer. Mm -hmm. So instead of like applying it, Mm -hmm. you were just like, oh, I think it's this based on a previous question. So yeah. If you guys have used the BDS modules and you liked it, let me know. I wasn't a fan. A lot of people, that they really like it. Um, they said that it was like the only thing that helped them. So, mm-hmm. I mean, if it works for you, it works for you. Uh, I would also be careful because a lot of people study and they're like, oh, well, um, I don't really need that for that exam. Or it's only going to be one question. But one question could literally like change your whole exam if you pass or not. Yeah. I've How many known, people have you heard? That- I've known people that they've gotten five questions wrong. That's it. Out of the mm-hmm. 140 questions, like, can you imagine? I would just be so upset, you know? Um, so just make sure that your studying is very effective. Yeah. The last thing that I would recommend is a study partner. Yeah. <laughs> so for, it holds you accountable. Yeah. You know? Both of the exams that I studied for the BCABA, I was mainly studying with Christina. Mm-hmm. And then for the BCBA exam, I had two partners that I studied with. And it was really helpful because we would plan things if one person understood a concept better they can explain it Mm -hmm. um and again like you said it holds you accountable so i definitely think having an accountability partner study partner definitely helps for me it helps too because like you said you're planning out your study sessions i mean some people i know uh take a month off or they take like a couple of days off or they start you know Um, planning their uh, study sessions out but for me it's like when I had you as a study partner like I had to make sure I planned that time out because I was being accountable for you you know and if I was just at home I probably wouldn't have studied it much so getting out for me I mean now we're in the time of COVID you can't really get out a lot but switching up you know like your your environment so if you can go to a park right now if it's good weather study there if you can go you know I don't know my house um I live in a semi-latin household latin and french and we're all very loud Mm -hmm. so I needed bluetooth like um noise noise canceling headphones because so just make sure you set yourself up for success too yeah Um, another thing, I guess the last thing that I want to mention is pairing. Mm -hmm. So I know when I was studying, having a a drink that I really liked, whether that was an energy drink Mm -hmm. or a nice coffee, putting background music, lighting a candle, really setting the mood, uh, for me was big. Like if I tried studying in bed, I would do it for five minutes and then I would close my book. It's funny that you said that. I mean, we're going to get to this later on, but, um, definitely pairing that like music for me was big. So when I study, I usually listen to like really calming music or like John Mayer because <laughs> I love him. Um, so that helped me because right before I took my exam too, I listened to him and it helped just like prepare my brain. I feel like, yeah, you know, So now that we kind of listed all our study tips and don't worry, we'll put it in the bio because we mentioned a lot. We kind of want to talk about our experiences and there's been a lot of changes since we took it. So kind of the first thing is now that continuous test taking. So before you only could take it um, Mm -hmm. quarterly, if I'm not mistaken. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And 
we had to wait for our results, y'all. Yeah. You guys now find out immediately. So that's great. You. Yeah. This was to you. two years ago or like a year ago in your case for the BCBA. Yeah, my BCABA was two yeah. and a half years ago. My BCBA Same. was a year and a half. Yeah. Um. So Christina, how did you feel about having to wait for the exam to sign up? So signing up, first of all, because you had such limited availability to sign it up. Yeah. But also kind of just like, the waiting game, how was that? What did you do before your exam in terms of self-care? Uh, well, my exam story is very interesting because I was leaving to go to Indo- Indonesia for a month um, with the Global Autism Project for my volunteer trip. Uh, and this, when I took my exam, it was two months before. Mm-hmm. So I literally sent in my paperwork like Friday night, uh, FedEx, like overnight trip day. And I knew I was able to sit like May 20th. And I got one of the last appointments on May 31st. And we can only, like, after that, we'd have to wait till August. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to take my exam before I leave. If I don't pass, it's cool. I mean, I'm leaving for a month. I'm going to go to a cool place. So I won't be that sad, right? Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> And I won't tell a lot of people. Like, I'm just going to see. I'm just going to see what I can do. You know, I've kind of been studying for a long time. I was in school. I, then I got out, you know. So um, I studied that whole week with you and just did, like, really super hard study sessions the day of, um, I worked in the morning, which I do not recommend, but I'm just saying my story, like, cause I'm crazy, but I needed money because <laughs> yeah. so, I was leaving and I wasn't working for a month. So I had a client in the morning. I had a session for like two hours cause my test, uh, wasn't until like three and I had to drive 45 minutes to take my test. So I did that. I went home and changed into something super comfortable. Um, And then I made myself like a peanut butter and jelly sandwich and some water uh, and like a trail mix because I searched online like what people take or eat during the bar exam because it's super long to help with brain food. Um, And anyways, I got like a double espresso from Starbucks and I listened to John Mayer on the way there in my 1998 Camry. (laughs) Good times, y'all. And then... um, I remember being in my car, I got there like 30 minutes early before, uh, and I just started saying affirmations. And for me, that really helped me because I was already anxious and it was just like affirmations for overcoming challenges. So saying like, I'm smart, I can do this, I'm going to overcome this challenge, I'm prepared for this, just getting myself in that mindset. So what did you do? Natalie was completely different. Yeah, my experience (laughs) was different. So... I took that day off yeah. uh, for the BCABA. I was working at a corporate job, like at an office, and then I saw clients in the afternoon. So I took off that entire day. I scheduled a self-care day. So mm-hmm. my exam also was in the afternoon. I slept in. I took a bubble bath. I reviewed my soft meds, and then I scheduled a massage. I got a massage. My exam also was super far from my BCABA. I drove like 45 minutes. Um, I wore... Comfy clothes, but it's funny because that big pink raincoat jacket that I wore while we studied, I felt the need to wear it to my exam. You paired it. Yeah. Talk about superstitious behavior, y'all. Right. Uh, I wore the same pink jacket with Star Wars socks and (laughs) took my exam. For my BCBA, we drove, it was like two and a half hours away. So we got there the night before. We all bought cute socks. We had like a slumber party. We did face masks. We woke up because our exam was like at 8 in the morning. Woke up super early, had breakfast, jammed out in the car. I think I have a video. We jammed out in the car and we all said positive things to each other and we walked in. Mm-hmm. Post-exam yeah. was completely different, you guys. Like yeah. I went through it mentally. I was super emotional. I kept doubting myself. I was thinking worst case. I couldn't stop thinking about the exam. Yeah. So for both of my exams, I took it 
the second to last day of the month, but I still had to wait almost two and a half weeks to find out my results. We had to wait like three weeks. Yeah. Yeah. And, and by the way, we both thought that we didn't pass. Yeah. Like we every left, time. And we called each other and we're like, well, okay. So I yeah. failed. Um, yeah, exactly. You're just in our head, honestly. Yeah. And you study so much and you feel like you know the material and then you get questions and you're like, what? Mm-hmm. What is this? Um, Not like that. like, But just in the sense of like, I don't know. It was insane, y'all. Um, but yeah, I was super emotional. I was depressed. I'm not going to lie. I couldn't stop thinking about it. I would remember test questions and then look in the Cooper book. And if I knew that I got it wrong, I would be super down about it. Mm -hmm. And I don't know. I mean, now looking back, there was nothing that I could do. And if I just accepted whatever the outcome would be, I think I would have been a lot better mentally because I'm whoever was who knew me at that point. Right. Even the people that I took the exam with, I would see them and I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. And they would pretty much just tell me like, stop. Like, I don't want to talk about the exam. I don't want to think about it. It is what it is. We left the exam and I was opening the Cooper book. And my friend that was driving was like, Natalie, like, stop. But honestly, like, that's what put me at ease was like knowing what I got right and what I got wrong. I mean, at least you knew that I was the complete opposite. I was like, well, there it is. Like, that's what I mean, I had other things going on. I was preparing for my trip. Um, But it brings me back to, you know, when you found out that they posted the results. And that day I was working again. Um, So uh, Natalie called me. She's like, check your results right now. And every time the site would crash because this would be like you get you have to look at your account. And I was like, Natalie. I can't because I'm about to go into a session and I don't want to be crying in front of the child. I don't know how she did this. I'm like, Christina, give me your login information and I will tell you. And she's like, no, it's okay. I'll just wait till after. (laughs) Well, lo and behold, I waited. And then on my other session after that, I got the email that I passed. And I was almost crying there, Aww. like, in front of a little two-year-old. Like, yeah. you know? I fell to the floor when I found out. I was like, yeah. oh, my gosh. Well, luckily, now you guys don't have to wait like we did. But I think that we should talk about, you know, if you do get that not passed on your paper, it's okay. Uh, a lot of people take a couple times to pass. It's normal. And if you're not a good test taker, that affects it. If you were having other life events happening during that time, it affects it. So don't be too hard on yourself just because you didn't pass the first time. Um, You know, there's lawyers that didn't pass the bar the first time, and they're still great lawyers. There's BCBAs that didn't pass three times, and Mm -hmm. they're still great BCBAs. So just keep moving forward. Keep moving onward. And Remember the priority. Your priority is to become certified, Mm -hmm. not on what... Uh, number of test right. trial you took it on right so just keep that in mind moving forward and luckily now you don't have to wait three months to sit for it again you can yeah. and and use it to your advantage you know okay you practice you did the exam you know what it's going to be like and now the second time you're going and you're like okay this is it i'm more prepared yeah. i'm gonna get it um i've had friends you had friends i know that w- didn't pass the first time and uh, you could talk to people and learn from them by doing that, you know, and, and they said, okay, like, this is it, I'm gonna pass. It was really, it's all just a mind game, you know? Yeah. So I think uh, to kind of close what we wanted to talk about were some things, it's kind of preference, right? Right. But you hear people say, like, don't go back and change your answers, mm-hmm. don't review your answers. You're allowed a break. Um, right. So do you take a break? Do you not take a break? Um, I know for me, I finished with some time left over. I think I finished with like an hour and a half left. And I did, I did go back and I reviewed my answers. 
The only time that I changed it is if I was like, I don't think this is right. So I went with my, I would change it. I wouldn't change it if I wasn't sure, like at all. Mm -hmm. I would leave the answer that I had. What about you? Did you go back and change? Well, I'm a different test taker. So I took the whole time, the four hours. I flagged some questions, but honestly, I guess when I sat down and I would really like just go in on the question, I didn't have enough time to go back. So to me, I guess with my personality, it was better because I was like, well, you know, the first answer is the first answer and that's it. And here we go. Um, I know I took a break um, in the middle and it kind of helped me to see like where I was at because I knew I need to be around like 60 or 65 or 70. Um, And I went to the bathroom. I ate my peanut butter and jelly sandwich. (laughs) I drank some water. You know, I just kind of like cooled down. I think I took maybe like 10 minutes um, and I went back because the time doesn't stop when you're in the exam. Like you have to keep track of your time. So, but I know you didn't take a break, right? Yeah, I didn't. I mean, I was planning on it if I needed it. But then at one point I knew that I was like halfway and I kept on going. And before I knew it, I had like 20 questions left. Mm -hmm. So I just kept on. I should have because when I left there, my lips were super chapped. Mm -hmm. Like I needed a water break. But Mm -hmm. no, I didn't. Um, Something else that I guess we should talk about is the whiteboard. Right. What to write on your whiteboard um, if people use it. Mm -hmm. So I know for me, as soon as I sat down, I wrote down acronyms or things that I was struggling with that I didn't want to forget or that I would get confused on Mm -hmm. um so I wrote that down and then I know we both did the whole we would write a b c d e yes and on each question we would cross off the ones that we knew weren't right yeah because how many times do you make a mistake where you look down or you think it's b and then you accidentally press like d or something so kind of having that to guide you right yeah that really really helped me I'm just a very visual person so for me like crossing it out I was like no it can't be this and I mean sometimes you have to do a little bit of math if they have like IOA questions or anything like that so writing it out for me um, really helped or just like trying to visualize or write down the word or something um, that's what helped me with my whiteboard all right guys well that's our eighth episode we want to thank you again for tuning in Make sure you follow us at Onward Behavior on Instagram and hit that subscribe button to get a notification for next week's episode. Until next time, keep moving onward and pay it forward.